0: You're listening to the Six Figure Photography Podcast, where we teach you how to grow your photography business. If you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog posts, check out SixFigurePhotography.com. Now, here's your host, Ben Hartley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 57 of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley, and I am your host today and most often always actually you guys thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Six Figure of a Diary podcast. Uh look if this is your first time joining for starters Welcome, uh, thank you, uh, Like I'm so grateful that you're here. My hope is that I can give you far more value than I ever ask in return. The entire purpose of this podcast is to help you grow your business and we really try to do this by bringing on uh, other experts uh, just to ask them questions, learn from their experiences, help you guys move the needle forward. Today, today I'm excited because I get to talk to a friend today. I don't always get to talk to friends. I get to uh, make new friends, right? I get to talk to new people. But today I get to talk to an old friend of mine, Andrew Funderberg, right? Andrew is owner of Fundy Software. Uh, this is a software company that is used to design Uh, albums and wall art. Um, In this episode, we are gonna be talking about prints, we're gonna be talking about album sales, we're gonna be talking about how to, to help people understand the importance and the value of print. Right? And then after we get past that, what is going to be the fastest, easiest way to profit from those sales? Uh, we're going to be talking about serving clients, um, the, the, the importance of, of personal touch in everything you do. We're going to be talking about picking up the phone, having conversations, real conversations, with people, uh, we're also gonna dive into some success stories. I think it's kind of fun to, to, look, let me kind of just say this. I think sometimes, you know, I have these industry experts uh, on the show who've been kind of killing it for a long time. They've figured out everything, not really everything, but they've kind of been around for a while. And so it's easy to get jaded from hearing these constant stories of just like, yes, well, of course, yes, well, of course, for them. But I wanna talk about some of the success stories that, well, like, we just have. Just like the the everyday photographer, right? Like, like if you just started out, what are some things that you can be doing, ways that you can be winning? We're gonna be talking success stories. <laughs> That's a long-winded answer. You guys, uh, I'm gonna stop talking, and let's hear from Andrew. Andrew Funderberg, welcome to the SFP podcast round two, man. This is uh, this is the Thanks second having time me. having
1: you here. I know. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, this is so great. Um, look, where I know where you're out of. The listening audience does not give us a describe your settings. What what do you see? What's around you? Where are you at?
1: So I am super lucky. I am in our Fundy Software office, which is a grand total of four blocks from my house. So I can walk down to the office, I can buzz over here in my car in one minute, and uh, it's beautiful summers, it's classic Oregon summers right now, hitting highs of 78 to 82 every single day. (laughs) Went for a run with my buddy last night uh, that conveniently ended at a tap house, Uh, so we had a couple (laughs) of beers, and then we walked home. So that's that's kind of my uh, personal life right now.
0: Yeah, I love it. Look, I I miss the funny office. Uh, It's been a while since I've gotten a chance to to stop by and say hi to everyone. And so let them all know. I say hello, you guys, uh, listeners, if you ever make your way to Portland, Oregon. Uh, reach out to funny, shoot him a little message. Maybe he will give you yeah. a quick little mini tour. Who exactly. knows? Stop Maybe by. I'm throwing you under the bus right now. Don't man. I do don't know. It.
1: I, We love having people over actually next week, a local photography group is going to have their meetup in our office. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about success and, and design and selling and, and all of the pieces that help people be successful. So that's fun. We love having people over. Um, and, uh, Ben can attest that chances are you will be armed with a Nerf gun.
0: It's very true. Yeah. yeah. NerfCon, uh, potentially bubble wrap. Maybe Saran wrap. Don't close your eyes. Don't fall asleep. Yeah, do not fall asleep. <laughs> That's my best <laughs> advice. Also, don't go. Don't work there and then go on vacation. Because if you work at Fundy Software and then you leave on a, a reasonable vacation, chances are y- your stuff's going to be messed up when you get back.
1: Yeah, your desk will not be intact. So I think the most recent one, Ali chose to go to Mexico uh, during the spring, which that just made us all... More upset because not only did she leave, but she went to Mexico. So when she came back, her desk was changed into, you know, those little kitty play tables that have like sand and shovels and like a little umbrella. Like it's a little beach themed play table. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. That was her desk for the next week after <laughs> she returned.
0: my the sand is the worst. I can think of fewer things in life uh, that I despise more than sand. Yeah. Um, Oh goodness, yeah. dude! I love how you're talking about a photo group uh, that's meeting up and, and sharing success stories. We're going to be talking about success stories. I think that this is something that, um, especially as we're talking about print, as we're talking about in-person sales, as we're talking about serving our clients well, that it's so it's so helpful to actually hear some of the stories behind it because I think a lot of times we just see a Facebook status or a post that says, "I just sold you know five thousand dollar album here," mm-hmm. or "I just switched to IPS and it's amazing," and 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 I think I I love stories because there's more context behind it all um so before we get into those success stories can we hear yours how did you end up uh coming into this whole world uh that is that's funding software that is helping photographers um understand uh and share the power of print with with their uh clients so i i think that most of the time
1: when you see small startup type startup type businesses that have had success, the majority of times where I talk to people um, that are in these businesses, it's happened by accident. Yes. Like they saw a need, decided to try something and, and, it kind of got away from them in a good way. And that's really what happened to me is that I was designing albums in Photoshop and it was really slow and tedious. So I was like, Hey, I think I can work with somebody and make some scripts to kind of speed up the tediousness of this and, um, decided to do that threw them up for sale. And then all of a sudden I was in business and that was nine years ago. And, uh, haven't looked back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think so many listeners can relate to that. You're, you have a friend who asks, you know, can you take some senior portraits of me? Can mm-hmm. you photograph my wedding? You know, we don't have any budget for it. You say yes. And then six months in and you're now a full-time photographer, yeah. <laughs> or at least you've, you're you're spending full-time hours on, focused on your business, whether exactly. or not you're actually... Uh, you know, you've left the day job, but you're totally right. We, we look back and here we are. Um, that's awesome. And so then from here now, I've seen this shift really take place, uh, over the last couple of years. Um, and maybe, maybe the, the shift has always been there, but I've just seen such an outward push, uh, from you. Um, I got a chance to document it personally in Paris, but I've, I've really been excited about how, how intentional you've become, uh, really focused less on, you know, honestly, you're focused less on your own software and less on, um, designing albums and less on, you know, uh, the company that you run and more on man, um, in 2017 in in a digital age print has so much value and you have kind of been on this mission to get photographers, uh, to realign themselves with that value and to provide that experience for their clients. Can you walk me through how that shift came about?
1: Yeah, I think the very first time I realized the importance of print was I was shooting a wedding in Japan. I had done a, kind of an engagement style shoot that they do in Japan um, where they all, they actually get dressed up in their weddings, wedding clothes. It's kind of a, like a pre shoot where they do their more formal portraits in their wedding clothes. Cause there's not time on the day. And the couple had asked me to scan in some old photos of um, their relatives and uh, that, they were handing that album out at the wedding itself and just kind of showing everybody. And, uh, the brighter groom's grandmother i can't remember which one it was. I should probably find out as I tell this story, um, was looking through and she saw a photo of her deceased husband and she just kind of reached out and started touching that photo. And it was one of those light bulb moments moments when I was like, Oh, I get it. Photos are physical. Like it never, Uh, I'd always thought of photography as visual Mm -hmm. and uh, it's not. I mean it is visual but ultimately it's not it's a very physical medium in the the way that humans react our sense of touch is a much stronger than our than our sense of sight and so that physical touch and then that kind of just started me down that journey and then I mean we all know in a digital world is that you know things disappear you know they're they're they get lost in the shuffle um but print rarely does you know even if it's stuck in a box and it's stuck in a closet somewhere Five ten years later, it's gonna be found again. Yeah. We actually, we actually lost all of our family albums when we moved from Japan back to the U.S. Like I was, I was crushed. You know, we could, we recreated some of them, but there were photos that were just lost. And um, but the uh, the box was found. It was stuck up in my parents' attic, attic during a move, and we lost it, but we found it again.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Just to go back through all of that. So, um, can you share, actually, I, I, kind of hinted at it, but can you share a little bit about, um, the documentary that we had the chance to, uh, to create, um, really kind of focusing in on, on aligning other photographers, uh, on the PowerPrint, and even kind of the personal journey that went along with it. I'd love to link down to it in the yeah, show notes. Totally. For photographers yeah. To get a so,
1: chance to look at. um, powerprintfilm.com has the final version, uh, HD version up there. And, uh, we, uh, I discovered a print through my mother of my great, great uncle that was taken in World War one in the south of France, very, very far south. It was a eight to 11 hour drive from Paris out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> no train station for two miles. So it was out in the boonies and, uh, through happenstance discovered that the studio it was taken in was still in business. So Ben and Leslie, uh, his wife and I, uh, we, flew to Paris and I recreated that portrait. And for me, the purpose of that was to remind people that without that print, I wouldn't have that family story. And so as professionals, if we're not providing print to our clients, then we're robbing someone in the future of their personal history.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It was such an amazing journey, even to 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 stand, I mean, it was the exact same building. It's not even yeah. like the entity existed. It was like the same structure. It's the exact like, same
1: place, yeah. It was a little haunting almost.
0: Exactly. You know, you, you think about that. Um, I mean, how many years was
1: that? Uh, 99, well, 99 years probably. 99 to 100. Um, I would assume, actually, no, I think it was 100 years because last year was 2016. World War mm-hmm. I ended in, in 1917. So I assume it was taken in 1916. A yeah. hundred years ago. So that's
0: crazy. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, let's start talking about some success stories because I think as photographers, um, again, I we we need to be a group that is that is encouraging one another, that's lifting each other up, and that is seeing how I mean again, the best way to learn is from seeing the success of others who have gone before you, right? It's exactly. the fastest way, there's no magic bullet, but man, the closest thing is to learn from the past. And so um, Fundy, you've helped uh so many photographers. I mean, you've helped me to be dude, you know this, but I don't know if the <laughs> listeners do. Uh Stown Story Creative, the photography studio that we run here in Columbus, Ohio, would not be where it is today without not just your software, but um, your friendship and as well – Uh, your perspective, you've, you've shared with me so much perspective on the importance of print that I have, I've seen in my own life. And now I get to communicate to my clients. Uh, and my hope is that they get to then communicate to their children and their friends. Um, and it's really changed. It's changed my life in so many ways now. I mean, personally, now that I've got not just my daughter, uh, but now these twin boys, you know, it's going to change their life as well. You are so screwed, dude. I do. Yeah. Right. (laughs) right. Never Um, let the kids outnumber you, but you didn't
1: have a choice this time because they just showed up double.
0: Yeah, so the yeah. We, the only other option is to get another i yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. How <laughs> I don't think though. that's good. Yeah, and you yeah, don't, I don't think sometimes you problems. want to,
1: but you can't give the kids
0: away. So yeah, yep. yeah we're just out of luck. <laughs> uh, zone. We're going zone. So here we go. I want I want to hear some of these stories uh, of success because you've gotten a chance to connect with so many great photographers, hear their stories, and the thing that I love about this fundy is the like everyone is in a different location. Every Everyone is diverse. You know, we're not all coming from New York. We're not all coming from these big yeah. cities. Uh, we're not all wedding photographers, sometimes portrait photographers. And just the ways that people are are making print a priority, no matter what their business model. Um, so, mean share one of these stories with us.
1: So I think, so I'll, I'll share a story before I do that. I, I think, so we talked about this journey that I went in the power of print and we're going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep talking about that same stories over and over again to convince people how important print is. Right. And that's the why of what we do. And, you know, now one of the things I'm really working on with people is is the how. How do we get to, do we communicate that importance of print to mm-hmm. our clients? And and then the the what. Is what I do every day with the software and with helping photographers, right? So the what is just the nuts and bolts. Like this is the step one through 10 of how you do a sale or how you design an album, how you sell an album. So, um, and through this journey of how, you know, it's, it's not one person, right? We have all of these great people out here, uh, teaching, you know, Steve Saparito, Sue Bryce, um, IPS mastermind. There's this whole community of people teaching, um, that I'm lucky enough to be part of. So, you know, find someone that speaks to you and your soul as you go forth and, and make this journey providing more print. Um, but, uh, so, but I think, a lot of things that people and you know that how of getting people to understand the importance of print happens so far, uh, before you pick up the camera. Mm
0: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Right. So, so that's what we're, we're, that's kind of my journey this year is that concentrate on that, that, um, that how part of the equation, but, um, you know, one of, uh, one of the people that uh, I love dearly is uh, Jason and Marino and his wife, Joanne Marino. They have made an incredible journey over this last year. Uh, And they live in the small town of 30,000 people out in the middle of Arizona. We just went there to film um, a course for the fundy school with them. And like you couldn't come up with a quote unquote, worst place to own a photography business, right? <laughs> Everybody has their excuse. My town's too small, this and that. It's on the middle of freaking nowhere. 30,000 people, no real industry to speak of. And, you know, it's just there out in the middle of nowhere. And they, uh, in June of last year, he quit his full-time job to focus solely on the business. And he just posted to Facebook uh, last week that in... October of 2016, so that's four months later. Yep, he was able to, in gross revenue, produce his yearly salary at his job in one month.
0: It's incredible Th- through print,
1: through print, yeah, through selling print wall art and albums. What like are some of the
0: things that he's doing?
1: Uh, uh, he well, the one thing he's doing is that he's. Incorporating a lot of techniques that he's learned from Steve Saporito, techniques that I know we've talked about, um, even on stage, and just discovering that what's really, truly important to people, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if, you know, your family, right, if I, what are you likely more to buy? A beautiful photo of you and your kids lit up perfectly in uh, a field in Ohio somewhere that's beautiful, perfect photo. Get a shitload of likes on Facebook or your groups, get all the likes. Or would you more likely want to put something on the wall where you see your daughter interacting with a way where you can see her true personality with her twin brothers and maybe your wife holding everybody?
0: What would you want more on the wall? let me tell you what's on my wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cause, cause the ladder's on my wall. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. And so. you know what the two, to that point though, there, there are other ones that, that happen to be, um, and I just don't care. Like yeah. they, they happen to be probably cause I was the photographer and I, in that moment I took the mm-hmm. picture and you know what I mean? But like the ones that another photographer took that I invested in is the exact opposite. The second story. Yeah. So, and the, all we need to do is we need to ask people
1: what's really important. You know, what, what do you love most about your life, your wife? What is her expression that, you know, reminds you of those days when you were first dating, you know, what's, uh, you know, I talked to Leslie, like what's, what comforts her the most when you're around? Is it that hug? Is that touch on her shoulder? Is that, you know, when you, the little quirks we all have and how we interact with our family, discovering those things, um, and it's it's so obvious when you say it out loud, you ask clients what they love most about their family. And then you ask them if you were able to take photos of those things they love most, where would you like to put that in your home? Or mm-hmm. what kind of album would you like to put that in? And so it's just those discovering what's important to them and them having them envision that. And then you do that thing.
0: Yeah. I think the hardest part of this for a lot of people is that um, it this requires... Uh, sincere empathy. Like if this requires you, there's no, there's no script, which is the hard part. I think so many photographers, we look for the script, we look for the email uh, outline. and, And I think that, This is one that you truly just have to give a damn about people and, and actually be curious and actually be interested. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think the, the part that you might get into trouble is, is if you treat it as a script, if you treat it as well, Fundy and Ben Hartley said that if I do this, it's going to allow me to make, you know, 40 K in a month, um, And there's a, there's a practice with that, uh, of, of having those conversations. And I think it's something that we're, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, uh, Andrew, but I think it's something that we're out of practice in generally as a culture, we are out of practice, uh, of, of having real relationships with people and, and listening more than we talk and actually, uh, setting ourselves aside for one minute, uh, and existing in a space that might be a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, could you talk more about that? Actually, I, yeah. I mean, I could talk for days. Oh, I want to yeah. hear you. The, I mean, the
1: first thing that people hate to do is uh, you just have to pick up the phone. You got to talk to people. You can't. You cannot have a meaningful conversation by typing, whether it's on your phone or your computer. Yeah, you can't do it. You you have to call. You have to hear a tone of voice. Nobody. Your clients will never know that you care without hearing the tenor of your voice
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and asking questions and listening. And it, uh, it was funny. I was just re watching Mike Alabaq's, um, course that we recorded with him and his, his why was, uh, to create beautiful albums and wall art for his clients. Sure. That, that's, that's his why that's like, that's why I'm in business is to do these things. And I think that if you don't have that, why as a central piece to your business, then you won't succeed.
0: All right, you guys, I got to pause here just for a hot second. If that's okay, I need, I need to have the opportunity to thank a huge supporter of the SFP Podcast. And so I just want to jump into this. Look, we're we're all photographers, yes, but we are also business owners. How many of you guys uh you know you're you're just racing against the clock? You've got three weddings that need called and edited, you've got to email two clients, call another, uh, you know, tackle the mountain of other of other paperwork, taxes, whatever it may be. You guys, this is the life that we have as a solopreneur, as freelance photographers. And while this is challenging, our friends at Fresh Books believe that it's worth it. So do I. I, I so believe that being a solopreneur, owning your own business, that it's worth it, that we can overcome these odds. You guys, the world has changed. Like the way that we, we do business, the way that the internet has changed everything there, there's now so many opportunities to actually be a full-time photographer, to be a solopreneur, right? And so to meet this need, FreshBooks, they redid everything. They've, they've launched an all new version of their cloud accounting software. Uh, and it has been redesigned from the ground up custom built for exactly everything that you you need the way that you need it. Right. This will be one of the simplest ways, uh, to become more organized, uh, more productive. And I guess most importantly to get paid, uh, on time, right? Fresh books is incredibly easy to use. It's so powerful. Uh, within it, you can create invoices within 30 seconds. I'm prior to this, you know, I would just hop on uh, Google and just search like invoice template, right? But you can do all your invoicing right here within 30 seconds. Uh, you can set up online payments, uh, within just a couple of clicks. Uh, get paid up to four days faster than other softwares. And I think the coolest thing is you can actually see when your client has visited, they've seen the invoice, uh, and you know when the money is gonna be coming in. You guys, super cool at FreshBooks. They're offering a 30-day, completely unrestricted, this isn't one of those limited trial things, like a full 30-day trial to all of you guys, to the SFP audience. Um, here's what you need to do. To claim it, you need to go to freshbooks.com backslash photography, and then you just need to enter uh, six figure photography. That's S I X six figure photography in the, how did you hear about a section? I'll drop links down below for you guys. So you can just be able to click right through. All right, let's jump back in. Uh, mm-hmm. not, like to the point that we were talking about in regards to actually tenor and voice and tone and passion and empathy and care, to be quite honest, even when you said that to create I uh, I don't know the exact words to create albums and wall art for my clients, if I, even you saying it, I was like, eh, wah, wah, that's kind of lame. And then how much more so if I were to read that in an email or a text. But when you hear and you see Mike actually express that in his own words mm-hmm. with his own passion and and his his tone, his tenor, like the entire context of of that sentence – is changed and, and evolved and developed. And now there's, there's so much more value and meaning to it. Yeah. Um, which is, which is the, like, people ask me all the time. Like, how do you, like, you know, look, we're at the six figure photography podcast. People are like, how do you make six bigger? How do you get someone to, to pay you $10,000 for a wedding? How do you get someone to pay you a thousand dollars for an album? Let, let alone five, six. And, and it begins with the understanding that in order to do that, it requires far greater personal finesse then sending out an email
1: and, uh, and ultimately requires you to care a whole lot more yep. about everything yes. about your clients, about yourself, about your business, about, um, what work, you know, what, what albums you are going to offer, what wall art, like it requires you to really, really care.
0: Which has been really – dude, this is what I love about this whole this whole shift that we've been going through is it's brought so much more value and meaning to my life and to my work. When I go to show up and I photograph a wedding, mm-hmm. like – it's, it, it brings more purpose to what I do. I'm like, let's be real photographers. How many of you, you get to hour 10, 11, 13, 16 on a wedding day and you're like, shit, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. This is the, like, I can't imagine because it's you're you're showing up as the vendor. You're showing up as the craftsman, just clicking the shutter and it's draining and it's exhausting. But when you start putting context and value to what you're doing, Uh, and you understand the real value that you get to to have in people's lives. It, it just changes so much for, for what we do. Uh, and it's really revitalized my career as a photographer and not just for myself, but there's two other photographers here, you know, who are on board at style and story creative and to see, to see them come into work more excited and, and more joyful, uh, to, to have the opportunity to do what we get to do is just incredible. Totally. And, and
1: I think it brings a whole new level of caring about your craft when, uh, you're shooting in the hopes that your clients are going to put a 30 by 40 canvas on the wall with two other small canvases next to it, or this is going to be part of, uh, an 11 by 14 album that's going to be looked at a hundred years from now. It, you just instinctively care a whole lot more.
0: Mm hmm. Yes. Couldn't agree more. Um, let's transition. This is, this is kind of fun. I, I really enjoy this by the way, uh, Andrew, because, uh, I kind of along the way I'm popcorning in my own little success stories as we go, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is fun. It's like, and then there's this overarching kind of, mm-hmm. uh, 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 connection point. So take me to another, take me to another, um, individual or studio that you've got a chance to work with and, and what they've been up to.
1: So a couple of the stories, one of the, things to kind of back up a little bit so uh one of the things i always talk about is it's it's really important that as we run our own businesses we relate our photography business back to normal run-of-the-bill businesses that we uh, see every day so for example uh if you own a coffee shop right if you've uh let's take starbucks for an example if if Anybody out there is as old as me or almost as old and you rewind Starbucks back to uh, the mid90s, what did they offer right they had uh, first of all they had their three sizes were short, tall and grande and then they had some pastries but that was basically it yeah. And now they have, they don't have the short anymore. They have tall, grande, and, and vente, which is weird. Not even the same languages. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got sandwiches and breakfast sandwiches, and some of them have beer and wine and all of that. And dude, their think, oatmeal's
0: dope, by the way. So, the oatmeal sorry. is dope. I love, I love the oatmeal. their oatmeal. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, next time you're over, I'm, I make pretty good oatmeal too. We'll have some okay, oatmeal. Good. Yeah. Uh, so there's when you run a business, there's only three ways to increase profits, uh, get more customers, right? So that's, you, you know, you expand your offerings. Uh, but as a small business, if you get too many customers, it crushes you. Right. So it's like, you know, if, if, um, you know, if you're really high level, high quality, it can crush you to get too many customers with growth and all of that. So the other two ways are to cut down on production, which means doing the same thing faster. And then the third way is to make more money per client. Right. And that's why we're talking about upselling and IPS. So, um, obviously Starbucks advertises a lot. They, uh, added Frappuccinos. So now they have all the teenagers buying stuff when they didn't used to, um, buy as much. You got kids buying vanilla Frappuccinos. You got snacks. So their moms come in with, with that, um, all of their sizes got bigger so we can all put on an extra 10 pounds, uh, but they can make more money, right? So it's, those are the, the ways that we can do that. So, What I realized is that fundamentally, as a company, we can help people with production time, which is really what we focused on up to maybe 2015 slash, you know, very beginning of 2016. And then from 2016 on, we were really focusing on that speed of production, but then also that ability to make more money per client by helping people envision that final product in a digital way. Cause we can't print sample album. We can't print an sample album for everything, single client for them to come through the door. So things like adding slideshows of, of album designs, making things look better. So the skin retouching built in, um, you know, wall art displays and all of that stuff. So being able to, to really focus on those little minutia, what to help people succeed. Sure. So, um, and for me, as we're building product, we throw the product out there, but you have no idea if it's actually going to work until it's actually in the hands of customers. Right. You think, you know, but you might not yes.
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, you're totally right. And this right. has happened countless yeah. times. <laughs> I yeah. think this, this is we'll, going to be great. Well,
1: yeah, this is going to be amazing. It's me. Ma- oh man. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to buy that new car. I'm gonna, Oh, it didn't work. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, just for example, um, Anna Johnson, who's a photographer that we've, I've worked with personally for a long time, wonderful person. Uh, she actually got me a uh, a Polaroid camera for my birthday one year. Nice, which is really cool. And she has started implementing same day reveals with her boudoir clients, where she will do the shoot. Send the client out to go get a cup of coffee for a half hour, 45 minutes, and then the client comes back and then she does the reveal right then and there. Yeah. And uh, because of the speed, she's able to like design the album, mock up wall art if they want, and being able to apply those one click skin retouching makes everybody look better, right? We always, we all want to look our best. And so when she does that slideshow and those reveals, the clients look as best as they can in the shortest amount of time possible. Yeah. And she said her sales have gone up by like 20%. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, That's just awesome. I mean, being able to just be like, awesome. I'm helping her make 20% more money this year.
0: Yeah. And, and just to be clear, the reason why she's making 20% more money, because we, we also have to realize this, like, it's because she's providing a better experience. Exactly. Like she's, she's serving her clients in mm-hmm. a better way and is thus being rewarded for it, which, uh, is, is incredible. You know, it's one of the things that we're always trying to figure out here. How do we make a better experience? How do I make sure that at the end of the process, I'm not just emailing them over a link to shoot proof. Um, and that's yeah. just sad. Yeah.
1: And you know, for those, um, for portrait Portrait clients of any type, even, you know, engagement shoots, if you can do those same day reveals, you're providing a better service to your clients because we all live in a very busy world. And if I can make my photograph experience only take one appointment out of my busy schedule where I can just take a half a day off of work and do this and get it done versus take a couple hours off of work here and then three or four weeks later, take another couple hours off work or try to schedule in an evening when I have kids and we've got sports and all of that, being able to do everything in one day is a better service to our clients.
0: Yep. Uh, I think Sue Bryce, I think she said this. I'm not positive, but uh, there's the misconception that we as photographers often make the excuse and believe that we live in a digital age. That's why everyone wants digital, digital, digital. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not true. Instead, we live in a, an immediate gratification age. We just want everything now, yeah. right? When you that's understand a very good marriage, point then it's actually, you know, the common objection isn't about digital. The common objection is about, I want to have something and hold it now. Mm -hmm. I want to experience, uh, uh, these images now. Um, and the client doesn't realize the opportunity that there could be, Mm -hmm. you know, if we were to start changing the way that we, uh, that we serve them.
1: Yeah, exactly. They want, they want immediacy. And then they also people want to be served because Mm -hmm. we're so busy, right? How many people do you know, uh, go and get like massages regularly, or you know do things to treat themselves regularly. Treat yourself, yeah. yeah, right. And that's because people we live such busy lives and we're under such pressure all the time for everything that we want to be served. We want to have things done for us, yeah, to make us feel special. Yeah, and so you know if. If after the wedding, all we're doing is sending a a link out to a gallery and be like, hey, thanks, peace out, are we really serving our clients?
0: Yeah. I mean, the best way I can use to describe this is I think we often get too caught up in that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be silly. I don't want to push. I, I, you know, they've already spent so much money on the, on the coverage and the package of wedding photography itself, you know, to ask them to pay more for something else. It just feels like a little too much. Like, look, uh, my wife and I just built a home, uh, last November and I don't know Jack about what, uh, what I, what I should have. Right. So Mm -hmm. to have someone come along, give me this perspective and education that says, Hey, you could install, you know, uh, it's the the particular thing that he wanted was, uh, it was a dry lock seal, uh, around the outside foundation of the house Mm -hmm. from like the foot up, you know, wherever that, that cinder block was, he's like, you know, I can do that for you for X amount of money. Um, or you could not do it, but here's why. And anyhow, long story short, I wanted it I didn't know I wanted it. I didn't realize I wanted it, but man, you better believe I want that. Like, but I don't have the perspective. I don't have the knowledge that realize, and and I'm thankful. I'm grateful that I paid him the money Mm -hmm. to go and give me this, A great product that I actually value. And I think we shortchange ourselves that, Mm -hmm. uh, look, our clients, they, they want to decorate their home. They want to experience these memories. They want to share, uh, their love or, uh, for, for their children or for their spouse, uh, with them forever. Uh, and to be able to give them that, uh, you know, it's something that people actually want to spend money on.
1: Yeah. So, um, is it okay to, to cuss a little? Oh, I cuss all the time. Okay. All right. So another way to look at it is by not offering our clients um beautifully designed, you know, higher high end albums with more pages or beautiful wall art, we're kind of being assholes. Because Is that all you got? Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't know how far we go. I thought we
0: were going deep in yeah, this. You know, I just wanted,
1: okay because we are making financial decisions for our clients, and that's yes. kind of being an asshole, right? So you know, we always uh, every family has that uh, you know that nosy Nancy or whoever whoever it is that aunt or that uncle. It might be your mom. It might be your grandma that is always like, you know are you sure you really need a car that expensive or you shouldn't be spending your money on this and that, right? Do we like that? Do we like it when we get told that we're spending our money on stuff that we shouldn't? No, no. And so we're doing
0: my money. This is exactly.
1: So that's what we're doing to our clients. We're making a decision that they can't afford that or they shouldn't be spending their money on these printed products. That's yeah. not our job to make decisions for them. Our job is to show them the possibilities with their photography and let them make decisions because they're freaking adults.
0: Yep. Yeah. You're totally right. I always I see this all the time, and I've done this for a long time. You 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 take away the freedom of choice from your clients. You say, no, no, no. You know what? You don't want that. I'm not even gonna offer it. Uh, I'm not even gonna suggest it. Uh, you 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 don't get that choice. Yeah. You know you're removing the freedom of choice uh, for them, and I 100% agree with you.
1: And you're also an removing the chance for them to spoil themselves, mm-hmm. right? Because it's 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 spoiling themselves and saying this is really important for me. I want to spend two thousand dollars for a giant you know collage for the wall uh, of my family because I want everybody to know that. I think my family is this important and I'm going to spend two, three, four grand on a giant collage for my wall. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. It's a, it's a self limiting belief that we have, uh, as photographers that we have to address head on and, and overcome before we can really move forward. Yeah. Man. I love it. Yeah. Um, fundy look, I, I, I just want to keep talking about all this stuff. Like it gets me so yeah. jazzed, it gets me so yeah. excited. Let's for do it. a couple more, a couple more okay, stories. Go. You yeah. got more? Let's go. Yeah, Let's
1: I, go. Got, I, oh, I got all day long. So um, I was contacted by one of our users uh, whose name is uh, Miguel, and he's out of the Miami area, and really busy studio, and it, you know he's really busy, so he has like a in-house retoucher for all of the stuff that he does, and he just implemented in-person sales, and he's like dude, I just did $2,500 sale. I'm like, sweet. Why don't you go over three? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And we just started this kind of fun relationship, uh, just bantering back and forth, um, just to kind of push himself and he's having fun and his, his clients are way more happier. And his last sale was, was $4,500.
0: Yeah. His last
1: one. And so I'm like, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, now I'm going to go for five. Right, yeah. and he serves his clients, and this is just kind of fun and games, right? He's not being like he's not pushing anything down the throat, but it's just like a fun game for him to see how much value he can give to his clients, so they'll buy more wall art and bigger albums, and yeah. also because of little things like the one-click retouching, is that his he estimates he's saving two hours per client in wages to his employee for the retouching, so that that she can work on something else in the business
0: yeah just just to be clear real quick so uh for those of you who who aren't on fundy um look it's uh uh, i'm not (laughs) this is just me being real as a studio owner as an actual full-time professional photographer we've got lightroom as the most important piece of software that i have and then just below lightroom is fundy in regards to what we, uh, what we do with this software, the way that we use it and incorporate it in our reveals, our presentation, our service, but, um, with the one click retouching. So not only are you designing wall art and then you're designing albums within this software, but then, um, uh, using, um, uh, I forget the, what's, what's the, what's the, uh, software called Perfect, perfect something. Oh, perfectly clear. Yeah. The Perfectly, yeah, perfectly clear. clear. Okay. Uh, who's been around uh, making skin retouching uh, awesome for a long time? You can do it all inside of Fundy and actually do your skin retouching with like a single button. And
1: it's the crazy thing is it does like under the eyes and like it makes so awesome. imagine if you could spray Windux on somebody's eyeballs and then like wipe it off. To like clear, sounds like. like it sounds, what know, does that sounds gross? But yeah, the Andrew, eyes just, just pop somehow. I have no idea how they do it. I was, it's, it's like it just scrapes the film off somebody's oh, eyeball to make it, it, it like.
0: Is, this is not doing us <laughs> any favors. I love you guys. So anyway, awesome, there you though. go. That's what he's up to. Yeah. That's great, Andrew. Before we go, do you got one more. Uh,
1: one more. Yes. So this is really fun. We're actually writing a blog post on it. Uh, Grace, uh, Rapius. You know Grace, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> I think it's Rapius, Rapius. I don't know. She do. spoke on High on Life last year. She's, she's great. So she has this really funny story where, um, she had a design consultation scheduled, you know, 5 PM on Wednesday or whenever it was. And she's emailing the client and texting the client over a week saying, Hey, just confirm in your appointment. Client never got back to her. So she's like, Oh, I guess they're not coming. Yeah. So she didn't design the album or anything. And then five minutes before the the appointment, she gets a call and the client's like, hey, yeah, I'm in your neighborhood. I can't quite find your place. Can you tell me which one it is? And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, yeah, sure. Just come on. She tells her husband to like let him in and give him coffee and stuff. So in three minutes, she designed an album and the wall art and then she uh, presented it to them album upgrade was a thousand dollars and the wall art was a triptych for seven hundred and fifty.
0: Yeah. Three minutes. And, and you know, too, like, <laughs> just to be clear, like I've, 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 I should share some of these stories with you, man, to give you some more material. Cause I've been there to You're this. Done, exact. Yeah. I have totally yeah. been here where, where this one was a wedding client. Um, our retoucher at the time we were working with an individual retoucher was dis delinquent, delinquent, delegate. They had disappeared. They had gone black. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't find them. And I've got this premier date scheduled to present these wedding images. She gets some of the images. That day and I am now stuck, you know, in a matter of like 45 minutes, trying to get an entire wedding catalog back rendered, Mm -hmm. uh, uploaded to shoot proof album design. And it was just absolute insanity. And I could not have done it without, without Fundy. Like it's, it, it was, it's, it's nuts. Uh, and it's totally doable. It really is, and, and you know what? Too though, you could also really enjoy the process, relax, and and nitpick and design this album oh, that totally. you want to spend two hours on. Yeah. Um, but I love that it gives you the ability to, to create something that is uh, that's there, that's that's gorgeous, that's presentable, that you can finesse as you keep diving into it with your client, um, or you can do it all, uh, you know, and really um, belabor the process. So yeah, and yeah. I think
1: I think it also. Um... It adds a little element of fun, right? So being able to be like, yeah, usually I spend half hour, 45 minutes, but you know what? When I'm under the gun, I got three minutes, boom, done. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's fun.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's life-saving. Andrew, where can people find out more about you, the power of print, what you're all about? Drop some links. I'll get them in the show notes. Yeah, just
1: go fundy.com and you you get the product up at the top. We have our new classes for the Fundy School to help people uh, work on the how part of the equation to be able to sell more printed product. Um, got some great presenters on there. Hopefully in the fall, we'll get that Ben Hartley guy out here to Who's film that? the course. That? I, I, like uh, that. I heard he's kind of got a big head, but I heard he's got, he's got some pretty good <laughs> info. <laughs> That's awesome. And then, yeah. And uh, so funny.com's got that uh, power print film uh, to watch the documentary.
0: And uh, yeah, man, just print your stuff. Go print. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. First thing you should print, family pictures. You guys, thank you so much for being here, Fundy. I really appreciate you uh, dropping some value bombs, helping encourage us move forward. Um, And uh, yeah, I appreciate your friendship and what you do for this industry. Thanks, man. Cheers, man. Bye. See ya. I hope you guys have gained a ton hearing from Andrew uh, as I have over the years of, of my friendship with him. I feel like I should probably go ahead and say this too. This is not like a, um, n- nor have any of our episodes ever been, uh, like a, a paid thing. Like Andrew's, he didn't pay to come on here and, and talk about Fundy Software or anything like that. I personally have just learned uh, so much from him. I've grown so much uh, from him. I've gained so much uh, from him. And I just want to kind of uh, give back, right? And give back to you guys too, like to open this door of like what this can look like if you start to do this in your own business. I just feel like I should I should really make that clear. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. I'm excited to talk to you guys next week as well. Do me a favor. If you found uh, uh, this episode or any past episode, of value. If it helped, kind of move things a little bit. If it gave you a boost, um, maybe not even with your business, but with your with your self worth, with with your confidence. Um, could you leave a review? It would really mean the world to me if you if you were to do that. You can hop over to uh, iTunes right on your mobile device uh, and, and drop down, leave a review. Otherwise, if you're on a desktop, I've got instructions. I kind of lay it out for you guys over at SixFigurePhotography.com backslash review uh I, yeah I, I read everyone and it just really uh it just helps me it really does it helps me keep moving this thing forward so anyhow, thank you guys so much we will see you next week on six figure photography bye everybody